Hey, creatively constipated. This is Dr. Lori, creativity coach, board certified um, physician, physician filmmaker, director, writer, screenwriter, painter, just all around artist here with um, your sixth episode. Can you believe it? It's my sixth episode. I uh, have been getting over COVID. I didn't think I could get it. I was totally surprised. But um, I'm here and I'm feeling better. Did a negative COVID test today. I'm supposed to be going out of town towards the, well, actually Thursday. So I'm just glad that I'm here. Um, I'm grateful that I'm feeling better. Um, yeah, I was just uh, thrown for a loop. Um, didn't was totally surprised by um, the fact that I have had COVID or I'm, and I'm recovering, but here I am. Here, um, I'm still somewhat congested. Um, there, you know, um, one of the main symptoms I had with COVID is the nasal congestion, sinusitis. So, I sound congested, but um, I'm still here doing this podcast, although I'm doing it later than I had planned. One of the things that um, I do enjoy doing and hadn't been doing as much of because I have been trying to furiously get all of my uh, things together for all the pre-production things that I need to do for this film. For example, all the props, location, uh, personnel, crew. I mean, my I had to change actors um, because people had commitments. I'm still looking for a director of photography, um, need people to help with lighting. Um, I do have a first AD. Uh, so I do have help. But um, the pre-production stuff can drive you a little um, batty, um, especially if you're one of those creative people that is not the most organized. And I do like to have my ducks in a row, but I'm not always the most organized, so that can be difficult. But one of the things, like I said, that, you know, since I hadn't been feeling well and I couldn't really do much is I was on the couch um, reading. And I haven't been reading my six books like I usually do, but I decided to uh, read a romance novel. Um, it's called Drunk on Love by Jasmine Guillory. I'm writing a rom-com, but I've never been one who uh, actually read romance novels, and I'm actually um, enjoying it. And I bought a book um, about uh, structuring romance novels because structuring romance novels is very much um, similar to st- structuring a romantic comedy and it's called Romancing the Beat and it's really helpful. Uh, in addition, I'm rereading or actually finishing a book by Bell Hooks and I started rereading some of my old journals because I've been telling you all I'm going to write a book and um, and also some of my poetry, as well as looking up and trying to more define the characters in my romance comedy. Um, so 
it got me to slow down and really think about all of that. And then one of my instructors, my instructor for helping me get this romantic comedy written, um, suggested that I do a beat sheet, which is why I bought um, this book called Romancing the Beat. And it's a B-E-A-2, B-E-A-T. And we talk about beating it out, which sounds gross and disgusting. But beating it out just means writing all of the beats to, um, to the story, which I did. And I think I've got all of the beats there for the romantic comedy, maybe not necessarily in the right order, um, too many characters. And, um, but I do have a good understanding of who the characters are. Um, and the interesting things about romantic comedy is that it's like two main characters. So you're actually telling both of their stories. And then there's always a trope. Um, and my trope is obviously some type of medical emergency. Um, so yeah, so that's going on. Um, I would like to go ahead and read you a poem that I'm planning on including in the movie, because what would be a movie by Lori Hollins unless it had a poem and actually some artwork by me? Oh, and by the way, uh, like I said, the name of the screenplay is called Love in the Windy City. The log line, which is a few lines of what the story is about, it's about a professional black woman, a physician, reconnects with an old flame who is a playboy and is now retired and they rekindle a love affair after meeting again on Facebook and all of the complications that happen with ex-wives, ex-husbands, grown children, elderly parents, but the overall theme is love conquers all, but it might not be easy. Not that it might not be, it won't be easy. So uh, the main male love interest name is Sean. And I'll just tell you a little bit about him. Like I said, back in the day, he was a playboy. And he was married for a long time, as was the love interest, the woman love interest, Alex. Um, They're both divorced. Sean is a hopeless romantic, but really doesn't want to be in a relationship. He just wants to use his romantic skills. I won't say necessarily to score women, but he doesn't want to be lonely. Okay, here goes. This is love sonnet number two. And it's actually a Petrarchian sonnet, not a Shakespearean sonnet. Look that one up. Age and youth both belie wisdom. Love is no less calm, no less piercing. Seduction is a body's lyricism. I surrender pulse, fierce skipping. 
Minds are silent like happy fools. Ignore books, science, and facts. Her eyes, voice, lips, hands, wanted tools. We are what I want again. The answer is still unknown. Don't despoil the moment's joy. Experiment wildly till I moan. You will remember me now. Unto you, goddess, I deeply bow. Should I clap for myself? Let that sink in. Yeah, I'm putting that in my po- in my um, screenplay. And actually, I have the idea to write not only a screenplay, but also a novella. Why not? Yeah, why not? You know, I've been writing and writing and writing. You should see how much paper. I have in my home office on the bed, which is my filing cabinet. But anyway, that's one of the things I've been working on. And those are some of the things you might consider working on when you open the floodgates to your creativity. I also might have mentioned that despite being ill, Well, actually, because I was ill, my brain synapses weren't firing appropriately or well. And I started doodling and actually painting with watercolors, which I haven't done in months. Creativity never sleeps. Once you open the, once you unblock it, once you are no longer creatively constipated, multiple avenues for your creativity will open up. And there is such a thing as being a creative entrepreneur. I'll talk more about that in my next podcast. I think I'm going to end here. I am going to end here. I appreciate you listening to the Curating Creativity Podcast with me, Dr. Lori, your creativity coach, board certified reproductive endocrinologist and infertility specialist, physician filmmaker, writer, painter, just overall, overall around artist. Direct message me if you'd like more information on my Getting Unblocked creativity program. I know you'll be glad you did. I'd love to um, be your guide on this wonderful ride and creative journey. You'll feel so much joy even when you're sick. Direct message me on Facebook at Lori, Lori Linnell Hollins, MD, or RxPadPoet on Instagram, and Lori Hollins filmmaker, correction, Lori Hollins, um, writer, filmmaker, medical consultant, and creativity coach on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you.